neighbors is not a Greek word. Γιατί, And why isn't it? Initially I thought that you spelled it wrongly, but... Uh, neighbors? Yeah. No, it's a pun. I was thinking of neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. It's the show's called Neighbors. Yeah, but My I, podcast is Neighbors. Yeah, I thought I thought you spelled it wrongly, and I wanted to correct you. <laughs> Let's get the neighbors. So I'm going to show us an episode, and we're just going to talk about it for 20 minutes. Is that okay? Yeah, we can last 20 minutes. Hello, this is Neighbites, a mini edition of the Neighbors Recap Podcast. We usually talk about all five episodes of Neighbors. But uh, in between weeks, I only talk about, you know, little bits of the show at a time with bonus guests. I'm Vaya Pashos, and today I have two other members of the Pashos family. My brother Sotiri. Hello, guys. Sotiris Pashos. I've never said your name in English. Yeah, ah, Sotiris, Sotiri, <laughs> whatever. And what, what do you do? Uh, civil engineer. Yep. And Baba, my dad, Andoni Pashos, Tony Pashos. Hello. Hello. <laughs> and tell people what you do. I work for a hospital. He used to be a rug dealer, but now he's a translator. It's very important yeah. to remember that there's no D at the front of rug dealer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Rugs as in carpets. Yes. As opposed to what? Drugs. Not hair replacement technology. No, carpets. Carpets. Wall-to-wall carpets and uh, Persian-style rugs. Baba, have you ever watched an episode of Neighbours? No, I haven't uh, really. So did he? When did the when's the last time you saw it? I think there was a tsunami <laughs> or something like that happening on uh, Ramsey Street. Yeah, a storm blew in. Yeah, and uh, I've driven past Ramsey Street. Oh yeah, how come? Because um, we wanted to see where it was, <laughs> but we got told to go away by a security guard. Yeah, but this was when I was younger. Yeah, there's a permanent security yeah. guard there in um, Vermont. Yeah, the guy was alright. He goes just sit there for a couple of minutes and. Yeah, we took. I brought in a one of the postcards we got taken for this podcast and we took our photos at the street, Pinoak Court, and the security guard saw us with a camera and so um, he said, are these, are these for a magazine? And we said no. And he goes, okay, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's a serious thing. Um, so I'm going to show you an episode from the last week. It's Tuesday the 1st of August and you can ask me about it and we'll talk about what happened and we'll recap one of the issues from the show. So this is a recap firstly. Nicholas Patrice, I'm placing you on the rest. Hey, is he a great guy? Yeah. What is he on the arrest for? I'll explain. So these are the cr- opening credits. Ramsey Street. Where is Ramsey Street? Um, in Vermont. Well, the real place is in Vermont and the fictional place is in a town, a, sa- a suburb called Erinsborough. This side of town, not far from mm. here. So these are all the characters and stuff? Yeah. Like, oh, I remember that Paul guy. Yeah, Paul Robinson. He's been on the show for 30 years. And that guy there. Toadie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Toadie, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's the real neighbours. What do you mean the real neighbours? Neighbours, they used to show on television. Yeah, I'm sure. They still show it on yeah, television? Yeah, they still do. I'm just showing it to you on the iPad. Okay. <laughs> okay, so we're in, this is a jail, prison. So what do you do to be in jail? Therese is, Therese is the lady that, uh, her fiancé or something. Yeah, Therese is... The wife-to-be. Yeah, his wife-to-be, Therese, she's got breast cancer and that's her brother in prison. Nick, the Greek guy. The Greek guy, yeah. Dr. Nick Petridis. And he, do you want to know why he's in prison? Why, why he's in prison? Yeah, he's not a regular character. He's, he hasn't been on the show for two years. He was a cancer doctor and he wanted to build a cancer ward at the Erinsborough Hospital. And Paul Robinson, I think he was the mayor at the time and he was in control of all the funding. So Dr. Nick made Paul think he had cancer. He gave him pretend cancer. 
so that Paul would want to give them money to fund the cancer ward. Oh, Greekonomics. Makes sense. <laughs> what, did you, what is that? Oh, it makes sense because, like, you know, you can't get it direct. You do it a bit indirect. Did you call it Greekonomics? Yeah. That's the economic term. So this is Therese. So, so why is he in jail for Greekonomics? Because he made someone think they had cancer and then he'd like to black, to take the funding from the council. Manipulate the council. Yeah. But why is council dealing with the hospital? I don't I know. Think the council always supposed to deal with social issues as well. And they, they're supposed to give back to the community, especially when it comes to health. Everybody should contribute. And what do you think about his decision to make the mayor think he had cancer? Uh, uh, Greek economics aside, it's pretty controversial. <laughs> I'll have to say that. Uh, if you if you're to achieve something for the common good, sometimes it helps to uh, okay. to, to manipulate <laughs> the process for the sake of uh, helping the society at large. Um, Veteran Greek economist. Yeah. So his fiancée, Therese, that's Nick's sister, she hasn't spoken to Nick since he disgraced the family and went to jail. And Gary, her fiancé, is very overbearing with the cancer. He's not very supportive. He's annoying her a lot. It's not him. Whoever it is knows a lot about you. So Piper, the girl in the yellow, she's being harassed on the internet and there's this troll who's been stalking her and, like, sending her threats and things like that. So they're trying to work out who it is because they know about her life so they think it's someone she knows. Oh, look, he gave Paul chemotherapy he didn't need. But remember, he was trying to set up a cancer research centre. Yes, as a monument to his own ruthless ambition. I've spoken to Wobbs. Oh, and who is Wobbs when he's at home? An old mate inside and he reckons Nick's reformed. So that was Gary and that's his mum. And Gary Baba, he's the one who has um, pigeons. Last time I spoke to you... Yeah. I was talking to you about his pigeons. So you couldn't hear it. There was a little bit of pigeon noises in the background mm. of that scene. Yes. What does he have pigeons for? I have. I don't know. For fun. <laughs> Why did Baba have pigeons? To relay messages. <laughs> so he, Gary used to be in prison. We just heard that he went to visit Nick in jail. And Dr. Nick apparently has been doing good things in jail. He's been diagnosing people on the inside. Okay. That's <laughs> all right then. He's doing his job, I guess. Why did you keep pigeons, Tane? Uh, it's because I loved the pigeons. Hmm. When I was young, I loved pigeons, yeah. And my father wouldn't like me to have pigeons. And I went behind his back to build a cage. Yeah. Oh, when you were a kid? When I was about eight and nine years old. Oh, why didn't he want you to have them? Oh, because it's, uh, he thought it was a waste of, a waste of time <laughs> looking after the pigeons. Yeah, he didn't like me to... Yeah, I loved animals. Some children rebel in other ways, but you kept birds. Yeah, I kept the birds, yeah. <laughs> And um, I still love the pigeons, yeah. yeah. So Gary found out from his mate Wobbs, who was in prison, that Dr Nick has helped the governor in prison with his cancer. Okay, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> Who's Wobbs? His dodgy prison mate. Why was he called Wobbs? They didn't say Wobbs, not Wogs. Oh, Wobbs, yeah. <laughs> Near enough. Do you have any other questions so far? Um, and when did that guy get to the street? Uh, Gary. yeah. About a year ago, he was in prison for a while because he, Paul Robinson made him beat up a guy who attacked Therese. And then how come he's talking to Teresa? Because they're engaged now. Isn't she supposed to be like a yaya or something? Like yeah, yeah, no, she's... A um, uh, grandma? Actually, she's a grandma. She does have... Her son had a baby, but she's like, you know, middle-aged. Okay. They're he, so is he. Yeah, okay, they've okay. Both, I'm just confusing timelines and things like that. That's okay. They've both got adult children or teenage children. So she's not speaking to her brother, but he wants the brother 
to help her with her cancer because he's a doctor, but he's in prison. So now he's trying to figure out how to take the medical records into the prison and he hasn't told his fiance. Why doesn't he just walk into the prison? I don't know. Oh, because you can't get them because they're in the doctor's. Um, yeah, and place. he's. Therese has her own medical records, so. Yeah, 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 okay, okay. yeah, I'll get it. Baba, any questions so far? Uh, no, uh, but he, since he's in prison, that means he lost, he lost his uh, qualifications. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, so he can't practice as a doctor because he's no longer qualified, uh, so to speak. Well, I think he's just giving advice. Like giving, giving advice, but nevertheless, it's still not a valid advice because he's not, strictly speaking, he's not qualified. But I think he diagnosed the governor in prison, who is, I think, is that like the head warden or something? Yeah, the guy in charge. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He made but he one. took the oath. If you took the oath, you've got to always help. He's just not technically qualified but registered. I don't actually know what happens if you get... What's the um, stricken? What is it? No, the medical equivalent. We need a lawyer on this. Yeah, when you get disbarred in the law, that's lawyer lawyers. But doctors lose their uh, doctors. Doctors lose their, their their license. Yeah, and they can't practice like this guy in Queensland. You remember the Indian doctor from from Queensland? Oh, that that he was Doctor Death. Yeah, he he made so many mistakes in his. Uh, Does that mean they have to take a reverse like Hippocratic oath? You make them swear not to like help people from now on. <laughs> that would make sense. No, I don't know. Just an idea. Yeah, that's uh, that's stupid as far as I'm concerned. Well, come on, man. Can you tell us about Hippoc- Hippocrates? Hippocrates was the father of medicine. Yes. Because in in those days uh, he was one of uh, very few doctors that were studying medicine instead of just following the past practices alone. And because he was so advanced in his time, all the doctors honoring him, they take the oath, Hippocrates' oath, and they're supposed to be honest in their, in their practices. Yeah, not meant to give people pretend cancer. That's the number one rule. Wait, what, what about the other people with the Facebook thing? Okay, so is that the, a Facebook thing? Yeah. Or she was had a YouTube video and she was getting trolls on YouTube, and then her all her social media got hacked and doxed, and they put all her information up from the cloud. They hacked her cloud, and then oh, controversial. Now cloud. they're trying to find out if it's someone she knows, and they suspect one of the teachers from school. So they're about to talk to him. This is ridiculous. It's the weekend. So they're two teachers from the high school, and Ellie she suspects Wayne of trolling Piper because she uh, accused him of having bad body odour and she put it on the internet and so they think he's got a grudge against her. Oh, so he's planning like a reverse sort of like or a revenge attack. You yeah, say. that's what they suspect. But, but do you have any knowledge of trolls, internet trolls? You no. had a website for quite a while. Yeah, but I don't know what the trolls mean. Can you explain it, Sudhiri? So basically it's people that go on the internet with a specific aim to cause trouble. So if you're putting something on the internet, they'll go put like something to provoke you. Um, Negative comments. Yeah, to get you to, to react. So it's more or less a, like a defamation. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. And sometimes they don't necessarily disagree with you, but they take the opposing view just to stir you up. Just yeah, to they're, call- they're provocateurs, in other words. Exactly. So it's very, very common, especially with lots of teenagers on the internet now, and no one polices what they say. And they can post hate speech and, you know, offensive language and they can take it to the next level and then harass people and reveal their private information and things like that. How could you think going to see him was a good idea? He just told her that he saw her brother. 
Do you like her, the Greek lady? Uh, I don't know. I didn't know that lady was Greek. Yeah, so her the actress's name is Rebecca Elmaloglu. Oh, okay. She's yeah. been on TV for like 25 years. She was on Home and Away and now, she, yeah. Now she's, she's Greek? On. Yeah. Elmaloglu. Yeah. What I was going to say, was that Josh guy, That was he a swimmer or something like yes. that? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I remember. I remember. And then he injured his shoulder and he couldn't swim anymore. He was going to go to the Commonwealth Games and then. Okay, I don't know that yeah, much. Okay. I don't know that much. Anyway, then he died like in uh, two years ago. Her son in the show. Was that before the tsunami or after the tsunami? It was after the tsunami. <laughs> Wait, it wasn't a tsunami. It was a tornado. A tornado. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> he died, but we never liked him. But she sometimes gets sad every now and then. She's usually happy, but sometimes she remembers. What happened to the other the mechanic guy? Wasn't there a Greek mechanic guy? Oh, yes. Very good memories of Diddy. That was Chris Pappas. And what happened to that guy? Um... He was a mechanic. He uh, moved to New York okay. because he's gay and his friend wanted to have a baby, so he donated to so that she could have, so that they could have a baby. So he's in New York helping her raise their baby. Okay. And he's uh, probably a mechanic in New York now. <laughs> yeah. But he he was played by an Aussie actor, and so because yeah. Paul Robinson used to call him Freckles. <laughs> um, okay. So the girls now know that the teacher suspects the other teacher, the bad BO teacher. So they've planted bait online and they're trying to steal his computer to check if he's searched Piper. So they think the teacher's trolling her, so they stole his computer to try and find evidence and then they got busted. So don't you reckon, though, that's a bit... Like, not knowing what's going on fully, right? Yep. Like, that's pretty intense for someone just to take someone's computer and then the other lady's like, you know what, I want to call the police against this other guy. But I don't know what this guy is. like. Well, it is pretty intense because they're in a pub, they're in a restaurant in the middle of the day. So Piper and Xanthi distract Mr. Wayne Baxter and then take his laptop off the table. Don't these people have school as well? <laughs> like, what happened to school? One of them's dropped out. She's um, going to do a beauty therapy course until she figures out what she wants to do. But she takes the law into her own hands. Why doesn't he, she follow a process? There is, must be a process yes, in dealing with the issue. And the police cybercrimes unit is looking into it. So really she should be talking to them and not seizing property. And so we'll go back to the prison now. What's the sister? So Therese went to the prison to visit her brother to hand over her medical records so he can give her advice. But uh, I think... It was a bit unrealistic, the, the scene there, because he, they talked about so many medical issues. So they talked about chemotherapy. They talked about radiotherapy. They talked about boosting the immune system. An ordinary person cannot comprehend all these things. They should have elaborated a bit more on these issues instead of bombarding us with all, all those medical jargon. So in a, in a hospital setting, what, how would they, would they break that down a lot more? Yeah, they, 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 they bombard people here with all this knowledge and uh, a person who hasn't got any idea about these medical conditions will be lost in the wilderness, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So Dr. Nick thinks that in order to help her, she has to help him get parole because he's eligible for parole, but Paul Robinson keeps blocking him by sending in is, is it Is it up to Paul Robinson to...? Well, Paul Robinson was the victim because he... So if he changes his, uh, his witness... Statement. His statement, then uh, there is a possibility of him getting out. Yes. And so the next thing we saw, Paul 
was furious because he doesn't want to go easy on Dr. Nick. Can, can I just jump in here and yes, say, Athena. like, why is this guy the only guy that knows about cancer in the whole, like, <laughs> there's no one else that can help. Like, we have to go to this guy. Well, usually we go to Dr. Carl, but he's in Thailand at the moment. But being Greek. I was going to ask about this guy. Like, what happened to Carl? But he's Greek. Yeah, he's I understand Greek. that. But he why? knows, obviously, he knows more than an ordinary person. But, why but, don't they go to Oakley? But Buzz doing that on purpose now. He's, <laughs> he's talking up the Greeks. Um, they could go to Oakley. That's yep, absolutely. It's not far from Erinsborough. Some good Greek cakes and coffee shops. Yeah, but they don't have Windex there. No, okay. Now, now, now we're going. Now crazy. we're going into my big fat Greek wedding on purpose. <laughs> yeah, so Carl's away. He's in Thailand because his wife's not well, so they're having a little retreat. Um, Susan. Susan, yeah, that's right. But also the other thing is because other characters have had cancer, but usually they just go. There's a German cancer hospital that's really good apparently, and a lot of characters have gone there. Okay. Well, why don't they go there as well? Well, she's run. She runs a hotel, so she. I don't think she can just stop. Oh, so we'll just die then, like. Well, your mum's injured and she's still working at the moment, so like people can't just drop everything. Stubborn people, yeah. <laughs> but he's in the process of committing another another crime, Nick. Yes. Initially, he made a kavafel to to build the cancer center. Yes. And now, he's trying to manipulate the process of justice by telling the witness to change his statement. Yes. That's a second criminal act. Oh, is that criminal to do that? Of course it is. It's against the law to interfere in the in the process of justice. Oh, okay. I don't know too much about the legal side of things, but... Uh, it's common sense. You don't need to know. Wouldn't it be funny because he's sort of presenting him with like an ultimatum indirectly? He's sort of saying like, let me out or this lady dies. Yeah, and Paul... Paul has also been pursuing Therese. He wants to be in a relationship with her. So he knows now that if he doesn't help her, she might get worse, even though she's only been having chemo for a week and a half. Usually it takes a bit longer than that, I think. Yeah, but yeah, context of the show. And <laughs> We've got to move quickly. Movie magic. <laughs> okay, so she's about to look through his phone and find out that he's the internet troll, stalker guy. I don't want to go anywhere with you. Very romantic. He took her to a grass field. <laughs> Yeah, so Evan, who works at the garage, the mechanic, we find out that he is the stalker, the online stalker, and Yashvi was trapped in a car with him and then she took the car and drove off, even though she's 16, so she can't legally drive by herself. Yeah, but why was he, how old is he supposed to be? Well, he's supposed to be a third-year apprentice mechanic. So what, like How old 20? would that? Yeah, well, between, he's on his green pea plates, so what does that mean? At least. 20 because well, he's done the one year red pea thing. Oh, so green peas that's later. I thought the green peas was newer, so yeah, you're right. He would have had to have been 18 a year on his red peas. Yeah, now he's at least 19, 19, 20, 20 and she's 16. And her dad let her go on a date with this guy. Baba, do you have thoughts on that? I have no opinion because I, I didn't get it. <laughs> The guy, he's 20 years old. He's a mechanic, an apprentice mechanic. Yeah. And the girl is 16 years old. And she asked oh. her dad if she could go out with him. Okay. She, she, she's not, she, she can't go out with him. Why? Uh, because she's not uh, old enough. Well, her dad said she could. No, they didn't ask how old he was. Uh. And in the last episode, she got drunk. He took her to a party at the Backpackers and she got drunk. And her dad said, okay, you can have one more date. Why did they go to backpackers? Oh, because um, I don't know why. 
What's this guy? The guy of like grass fields and backpackers? Like, <laughs> could, come on, man. Like, there's better places than these places. I think even if her dad gave her permission, I think maybe they should have asked a few more questions. As to who he was. <laughs> what the evening plans were. <laughs> Obviously that guy had different intentions at the grass field, but like... <laughs> it was just a grass field. Baba, anything to add? No, no comment. <laughs> so now, leaving that aside for now, the resolution of the cancer plotline is that Dr. Clive Gibbons, who works at the hospital, is very senior. He has decided that because Nick, even though he's in prison, he was very well respected as a cancer researcher, the hospital can invite him to work in research instead of having human contact. That's a different story. Of course, he can work in research, but he can't practice as a medical practitioner. Mm. So they're going to use that as leverage when he goes for parole to try and get him off so he can help treat Teresa's, Teresa's cancer. It'll be interesting to see what happens. <laughs> Will it, though? <laughs> yeah, because he said he's going to do it. Why would yeah. he not do it? Well, do you think he has ulterior motives? Oh, the, the guy in jail? Dr. Dick, yeah. Dr. who? Oh, Dr. Nick. I used to call him Dr. Dick because he was awful. Yeah, gotcha. I don't know. He'd be more effective character if he was out of jail, so... <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's just a guest character. So he hopefully that wasn't his only scene. You know what I think is weird in this episode as well? Yes. So they took the other guy's laptop, right? Yeah. And he, that other guy, was so cool about the whole situation <laughs> that all the people that jumped him and took his laptop are now talking about who the hacker is like in some, some random's house. Where was that guy saying like, you just stole something that was mine? <laughs> Where's my privacy? What's going on? Well, it is technically a school laptop. And they, the police found out that he was writing romantic fiction between him and the other teacher. That's why he was embarrassed to show her the computer. Yeah, but you're allowed to write a story. It's a story. Yeah. You know, it's a story. <laughs> he, he wasn't going to do it just because you write. If he was writing it in like a like a novel sense, he probably wanted to sell it. Or I don't know who this character is or what his background is. But if you're writing something, he probably wants to sell it and make money off it. Why does it have to be dodgy? He can self-publish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> E-books. Yeah, so they're all just sitting around going, okay, it's not the teacher, but now she's got to go back to school on Monday and sit in class with the guy that she said was creepy and turned into the cops. Yeah, how, how can that happen? Shouldn't the principal get involved there? Well, that's the thing. Susan Kennedy's the principal, but she's in Thailand on holidays. So there's no one else? Her, her niece Ellie's in charge now. It's that lady the, there? Yeah, the assistant. That lady there who was in on stealing the laptop <laughs> is in charge of this school? <laughs> well, the, the girl in the black dress, she didn't know they were going to steal the laptop. But they were perfectly, she seemed perfectly fine with it. <laughs> And she was telling them what was on his private what was, what files. Was, yeah, let me just talk to the students. Isn't that weird? <laughs> Why is that allowed? And in their living room. Shouldn't she get reprimanded or something? Yeah, she should get reprimanded for a lot of things. She had admitted two weeks ago that she only became a teacher for the holidays. It's all professionalism right there. <laughs> and your mum's a teacher. Does She She works through all her holidays. No, she doesn't know what holidays is. <laughs> So, that's the state of the prison system and the hospital system in Erinsborough. Baba, do you think that's a, a true refre- reflection? Uh, I don't think so. It doesn't reflect the real life. Just watching a little bit now, I think they just... It's, a, it's one way to divert people's minds from the real issues. Yeah, they try to. But then they keep making me angry about real issues. So, is that what prisons look like? It's like a coffee, like a lunchroom sort of yeah, thing. cafeteria. Like, yeah. 
you know, at the factories, let's knock off and kick back at the coffee shop. At where I work, there's a whole bunch of office buildings and factories and things like that, and there's like a little coffee shop. It sort of looks like that. <laughs> I wonder if it's a potential site. Yeah, obviously, uh, I agree with Satiri that it didn't look like a prison. Uh, we were all the security guards as well. There was no security guards. <laughs> there was just one, like, dodgy-looking girl who was there, and that was how we knew it was uh, a prison. I'll be honest, I had no idea there was a security guard. There was, maybe we need a, well, I need a review or whatever. So that's it. That's one glimpse of what happens on Ramsey Street. Is the council investing in this prison as well? Probably. Well, the other thing that's happening later in the week that I haven't shown you is that Erinsborough is trying to win most livable suburb. They've put in a bid to show that they've got the best schools and the best hospitals and the best businesses. So a whole bunch of people with like suits and clipboards came. To review areas. But like, why is the council getting involved in state government things? Isn't school and like hospitals and this stuff like a state government issue like yes shouldn't the council be looking at like maybe making well you you worked for a council what what sort of stuff would the council be involved in so i suppose they'll be looking at key areas where people gather and how to improve on those areas but the areas that i'm talking about and referring to here is like shops and things like that you know you could have like malls where there's like several shops lined up and coffee shops, cakes shops sort of thing, like improving the parking situation there, making it more accessible to traders. What are they doing talking about cancer research and like, <laughs> come on, man, like. Well, they did later in the week, they do do a tour of, um, there's a whole bunch of trees they just planted. So yeah, they... See, that's councilly. that's councilly. I get that. Yeah. I get the trees. The trees is fine. The... But there was, there was a bit of a problem with their bid though, because the ex-mayor who was disgraced because she was an alcoholic and she relapsed, she was tour- doing the tour for their most livable suburb bid. So she was getting heckled from the sidelines by the current mayor for saying, we shouldn't trust you because you disgraced yourself when you were running things. So they want to put forward the bid for most livable suburb, but they don't want her running it. Why does it mean to them so much to be <laughs> the most livable suburb? Um, oh, there's going to be a fireworks display, and I think there's a grant. They give them a grant. For the fireworks? No, as to do something else. They, they give them money for something else, for other projects. Okay. Is that the sort of thing councils do, try and win competitions? Yeah, I suppose, but I suppose the number one thing like Erinsborough Council needs to work out is, you know... The street, Ramsey Street's a court. They'll be <laughs> sorting that out. Like work that out first and then get on to like As as a design civil design engineer, you've named streets and stuff, haven't you? Oh, I don't get the privilege of naming streets. Oh, okay. I, I attempt to. Oh, that's right. You said you tried to name one after yourself. Yeah, but it kind of got shut down. <laughs> do you, do they get very specific about when you could call a court a court? And a street, a street, and they're not super specific, but like you know, a court is a court, and a street is a street. <laughs> like the court ends, like that's that's the obvious part of the court. What if Ramsey Street continues off in another direction for like another kilometer? Would that still be a street and just ends it in that cul-de-sac? See, now that's an interesting question. <laughs> now, now we're opening up can of worms because <laughs> technically that little bit is the court, but then it becomes a big street. Yeah, I get that. Maybe that's what it is. Right. I should have, I should have done a bit of homework, for Next example, time. to know a bit more about Hippocrates to say the right thing. You know what I mean? Okay, I put you on the spot. But that's, everyone knows listening to this podcast, we're not qualified experts in anything we're talking about, really, unless yeah, it's specifically our field, like Sotiri with this engineering. But, <laughs> but we, this is for entertainment purposes. If people want to look up about Hippocrates, they can do their own Googling after this. 
So we've also just looked at the bid for the Live Most Livable Suburb. So did, he, did that? what did that look like to you? I was, all right, it was a bit weird because the other guy was sitting there like breaking balls. But like, <laughs> Tim Collins. <laughs> you know what she should have done? Yeah, Sonia. Her plan should have been, what, what can we do that the council can control? So one thing that council controls is local drainage, right? That's, oh, okay. That's a council issue. So if they've got all this park space in Erinsborough, because like, you know, they can claim to have it, whatever. Yeah. They can reconfigure some of that park space, make it into a wetland, oh. which filters the water, storm water before re-releasing it back into the system. That would have given them like some more bonus points. And what does that do? So in the new developments, particularly in the new suburbs, they connect all the estate's drainage or the area's drainage to a wetland system which has like a series of sands and rocks and other natural sort of things that helps filter out sort of negatives or negative items in the in the water. Ah. So when you release it back into the main sort of stream, it's, it's deemed cleaner. Now, What's an example of a negative item? Like, like rubbish? Like it could actually be rubbish yeah. that, that's gone down the stormwater pipe. Okay. I'm not going to claim to know like, you know, chemically yeah. and all this sort of stuff, but like physical elements get removed through this filtering process. And then I'm sure there's some chemical benefit in amongst the mix but i'm yeah. not going to claim to be yeah. an expert and think from what i remember about the show this lady was into plants or something yes, like that. yes she owns a nursery yeah <laughs> wasn't she like hooked in with like toady or something like that yeah they've they're having a separation at the moment but yeah they're married with a child what was his name toady no, the, the, the kid oh her son is callum and they've also got nell callum's in um america working for a startup like an okay, internet. I don't know, yeah. I don't know. I'm lost it. but what she should have done is knowing about plants is in this wetland, she should have got like particular species of plants, which are good for, you know, they're high absorbers of water, whatever. Wow. So instead of wasting all this collected stormwater, you have like a self-cleaning, self-watering section of and, the council. And Lasseter's Lake needs to be self-cleaning because there's a lot of crap that goes into that lake. Like they throw a lot of stuff in that lake. So yeah, another... Another reason. That's blown my mind. What an amazing solution. Well, that's it. Thank you so much, guys. Do you think in the future you would ever watch Neighbours again? Yeah, I'll give it a crack. Baba? I never watched it anyway. <laughs> Do you even watch TV at all? I watch current affairs, you know, all the news, what is happening around the world, yeah. what is going on in America, which they claim to be the leader of the world. Oh. That's why I watch Neighbours, is because I'm too depressed by watching all that other stuff. Yeah, depressed, but if you don't know what's going on in the society, then um, you more or less, uh, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel powerless. You know, you you're know what powerless, you have. I need to jump in, I need to jump in. Yeah, go. There needs to be the six o'clock time slot of Simpsons Restored. Yes. And then followed up by Neighbours. That was the back-to-back. Classic, because we, we've got a lot of um, UK listeners. In Australia, the classic lineup was six o'clock Simpsons, 6.30 Neighbours. And you, you sit down for dinner at six, you watch The Simpsons and then you watch Neighbours. Classic. That was the standard yeah. like setup. Yeah. They need to restore that. And now we've got repeats of Frasier on Channel 11 and no one's watching that. <laughs> I don't even know what Frasier is. <laughs> Thanks, Othiti. Thank Baba. Tony, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. And we'll speak to you guys soon. Bye. So TV out. <laughs>